1: And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. On today's episode, we're talking about WrestleMania 40 and the main event plans. Of course, last night, the huge WrestleMania kickoff show added more intrigue to the equation. We're going to continue to speculate all over that. We've got um, another story, a uh, much more real-world situation here with uh, more allegations against Vince McMahon uh, and WWE superstars reacting. Uh, both from the past and the present, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We got a SmackDown preview, and we're going to be answering a bunch of your questions today. Of course, Larson. First up, we're going to talk about that WrestleMania kickoff show and what everybody is saying. We just, I just mentioned to you, mentioned this to you off camera real quick in discussing this. One of the more interesting things is understanding just how close to the vest. WWE has been able to keep this. It's been kind of entertaining watching certain wrestling journalists, certain wrestling media figures kind of run circles around what they think is going to happen because they haven't been able to figure it out. They're not getting the info from their usual sources on the inside, and so they're playing catch up like the
2: rest of us. Or, or, you know, as we saw with the Justin Barrasso uh, uh, situation before Royal Rumble, it's, got, it's probably harder to kind of delineate between information that you can rely on and possible misinformation, Yeah, you know? And yeah. because of that, we talked about this, I think, on Wednesday's show, I think, where now you gotta try to to create a narrative based on the information you're given and mm-hmm. trying to, to, to put together, at times, contradictory information to a cohesive uh, thought and narrative is kind of tough, given that it's, it's all over the place, and while it seems like we're gonna we're getting Cody and Roman as the main event at WrestleMania, mm-hmm, yeah, you you can't say that for sure at this point. That's not at least partially up in the air too. So, yeah, rumor, speculations, it's rampant after last night's WrestleMania 40 kickoff press event. And yeah, well, I just mentioned it seems like Roman versus Cody is set as the main event. They had the graphic. Triple H had the thing up yesterday after the thing, the graphic too seems to be some uncertainty as to whether that will remain the match or what twists and turns will happen in the build-up to it. So, in the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer speculated the following. Those other guys. Quote, the belief is that Rollins will defend World Heavyweight Championship, of course, against the winner of the Men's Chamber match on that same show, not defending the World Heavyweight Championship after the Men's Chamber match. (laughs) Right. But such a match was not announced. It's not been announced. And it couldn't be announced since the tease was Rhodes versus Rollins. Announcing the match doesn't make sense until this coming week. The press conference also ended with the idea of Reigns and Rock versus Rhodes and Rollins tag team match, which could be on uh, day one at Mania. Rock ended up going heel on Rhodes, slapping him in the face after an argument about families and siding with Reigns. Rollins was out there at the time and ended up backing up Rhodes. From a sponsorship and viewer standpoint, the rock wrestling didn't uh, didn't have to be for the title, even a singles match. But the singles match for the title would put the title over the most and make the match bigger. Originally, we were told that the match would take place down the line, but there have been so many contradictions. And it's hard to say what is and isn't real and what would happen next. Pause right there. That is the
1: most realist statement I've heard from Meltzer, from anybody on this. Originally, we were uh, originally we were told that the match would take place down the line, but there have been so many contradictions and it's hard to say what is and isn't real and what would happen next. For Dave Meltzer to admit that, you know that WWE is playing this the right way. Everybody who's like, oh, man, I don't like spoilers. They're keenly aware of that. And only the people involved who have a vested interest in that information, staying quiet, are in the know.
2: Seemingly. Uh, Dave continues. But whether this plays out or not, the announcers were very much playing up the idea that Johnson is on the board and buddies with Nick Khan, and he's essentially Cody's boss. When Johnson slapped Rhodes, it was portrayed as if Cody couldn't wouldn't retaliate because of hitting his boss well he was also
1: restrained like that's yeah, you know yeah. triple h got in between him and, and, yeah, yeah, and rock yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. it's not like cody tried to leapfrog a uh, triple h no no but uh wasn't but like he, he also rock
2: with the crossroads on the stage no
1: right exactly but he did he did step up he did um so uh anyways Meltzer adds uh the only thing we were told is that the idea was to create a fan groundswell for Rhodes and try and create a daniel bryan like situation and clearly that is exactly what happened the idea was that he earned the title shot and was getting screwed out of it until in the end, he wound up with it. Rhodes going on SmackDown and indicating he wasn't going to take the shot did make for a very inconsistent storyline, especially since it was clear by the next day he was getting the shot and the company was encouraging it. Let's let's pause there, yeah. Larson, because I want to bring this point up really quick. I know you got something on your mind. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think of, whatever the main event, and this is they're playing with fire at some point, whatever the main event was eventually going to be, whether it's night one and night two or just night two or they're loading up everything in that one night. Yeah, I, I personally feel that was always the plan, but maybe the story beat changed after the SmackDown segment and they had to pivot with how they approached the press event. But I find it difficult to believe that they would have rock versus Roman be the thing and then see the backlash and go, Oh no, we're not going to do rock versus Romans. That's too big of a deal for them to change yeah. to roads versus reigns. Do you agree? Or no, I understand that, that completely.
2: Unless the idea is let me get this thought out real quick and I'll address that one thing they absolutely positively must do. Whether it's tonight on SmackDown Monday night on raw is Cody needs to come to the ring and, state what The Rock told him when Cody sought his counsel. He alluded to that at the press event. Oh, we had a wonderful conversation. But something about how Rock presented himself and the case he was making for why Roman versus Rock was the mania match seemed to piss off Cody. Mm
0: -hmm,
2: We need to know what The Rock told Cody. That is kind of like the missing piece in this right now to make this all make sense. I don't
1: disagree that it would be I can meet you halfway on that way and that it would be nice to know. I'm kind look, I I, I, I understand from both points of view, from what's real and what's and what's, you know, theatrics. What's real is potentially, potentially, that there was a storyline pivot that yes, it would be nice to fill in that gap of story. Behind the scenes, it seems like maybe they did a thing that they weren't terribly happy with, and realized, "Oh, this is the direction we need
2: to go." We'll just sort of shove that under the rug. I mean, one way or the other, I think it would it would help illuminate why Cody came out. Oh, it would so angry and and seemingly changed his mind. I think that's kind of at this ju- joint, this joint, ju- this juncture. Sorry, that's kind of the one major plot hole that needs to be addressed. I feel well, like. okay, but. It, what Rock said,
1: "Rock was very firm." The Rock said he was very firm. He had that whole PowerPoint presentation and said, "This is the only family
2: that matters," which seemed to you be can the infer. Ins- you can infer that Cody talked. Well, Cody to the Rock.
1: straight up called it bullshit.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that Cody Whoa. talked to the Rock. You can infer this, obviously. Obviously, but I feel like to make it clear, it'd probably be wise to do it. You can infer that Cody talked to the Rock, and the Rock said. The Rock said he made the case that if Cody wants to take everything from Roman, mm-hmm. I, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, mm-hmm. am the person. It's, it's, sort of, it's sort of like what George Bush called up Dick Cheney, "Hey, help me find a vice president," and Dick Cheney yeah. says, "I'm your guy." You know, I'm your guy. It, yeah, it, it, it feels like that. Where The Rock said, um, "The Rock said, uh, hey, if you want someone to take everything from The Rock, sure, you could take the title, Cody, but I'm the only one that could." take the head of the table from it. Cody's like oh yeah. all right that makes sense <laughs> yeah. rock's uh, charming yeah he makes a, pers- a persuasive case here sure rock I'll step aside and let you do that only to find out at the press event that the rock is saying e- essentially this main event is going to solidify the bloodline mm-hmm. as the royal family professional wrestling and Cody I th- thinks, and I think there's no. you
1: can in, I think you can I th- personally I think that if you need it spelled out If you really want it spelled out, that's a great way to do it. I'm willing to sort of read between the lines and understand that Rock overstepped after a conversation where Cody maybe reluctantly stepped aside. And now he's like, wait a second, buddy, you're going too far saying this is the only royal family. In wrestling, and I'm backtracking now. I'm going to go back into it, and and look whether or not they they choose to 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 do. I think that would probably that would probably put a lid on people saying, "Oh, well, you know, they messed up on this particular story beat." You could totally retcon that, and
2: you're absolutely, absolutely. right. And whether it's a situation where people view it as a plot hole or justification from a storyline perspective to retcon what happened on SmackDown, there's a gap there that I feel like some people
0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie dot com. That's A.N.G.I. dot com.
1: I want it. It. I'll, I will say this. It'll be interesting to understand what storytelling uh, philosophy they adhere to going forward if they're going to need the if they're going to feel the need to do that or if they're just going to power through and be like look what's happened has happened they can infer what they want to infer um this is where we are now yeah um but yeah it for it'll be interesting to see if they if they feel the need to do
2: that yeah as for that would be not doing roman versus rock at the mania at this many of this year in sub capacity let's read this this bit here from Mike Johnson mm-hmm. and uh we can address that because uh Oh, sorry, Dave Shear, My apologies. Dave Shearer uh, had his own speculation on what's going to happen, saying, quote, Cody has the right to fight Roman and he ex- exercises it.
1: Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The the notes say Mike
2: Johnson. I know. I, I just, I, I went double checked. Okay, you corrected it. Okay, okay, Dave okay. Shear, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dave Shearer. Uh, Cody has the right to fight Roman and he exercised it. That doesn't mean that there won't be more swerves along the way, but they set up the match that almost everyone wanted to see last night. I know some people are saying it uh, in a tag match where he teams with Roman versus Seth and Cody. As far as the Rock teaming with Roman against Seth and Cody. I don't see that one. To me, that doesn't put more struggle in Cody's fight. What does? Well, after Rock mentioned his seat on the board, the vibe I got immediately is that Rock will insert himself into Cody's journey and wrestle him to finish night one of Mania. In the main event, of course, with the plan being to weaken Cody before he takes on Roman in night two, Cody has to wrestle on night one. While Roman waits and is rested for night two, if Cody overcomes that, my God still Dave shears uh, words here what a finished the story people will be crying and I'm not exaggerating in the slightest. I love that um the, if look if if
1: all parties came together let me ask let me ask you what you make of this because it kind of relates uh Brian gowartz Rock's right hand man and, mm-hmm. and writer guy mm-hmm. lead writer of raw for tenure ten really good years um. Posted an Instagram post with this on, with with, with the events of last night, and then just said, We're in for a ride, chapter one. Mm-hmm. Speculate for me is chapter one the press event and the bookends at WrestleMania, or is this a year's
2: long thing it could be it could be uh, getting back to the rock versus roman match like there's ways they could go about doing it that could lead to it happening this year at wrestlemania or wrestlemania 41 or anytime down the line you know say they have say they have the tag match night one and maybe one of the reasons they've had roman dumping on seth so much is because it's going to be seth cody roman rock night one in that tag match and if roman rock wins Roman gets put into the main event of night two or something like, or Rock gets put in the main event of night two, something like that. Mm -hmm. You have Seth pinned Roman in that match. Mm -hmm. So right away, World Heavyweight Championship, it's not the loser bracket anymore. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Night two, now that Roman and Rock lost, which instantly causes beef between the two of them that can motivate a match at any point down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cody beats Roman for the Universal title, Mm -hmm. finishes his story. Mm-hmm. So by doing that tag match and you potentially elevate the world heavyweight championship mm-hmm. by having Seth Pin Roman mm-hmm. and then Cody finishes his story and mm-hmm. based on the loss in the tag match Ro, uh, Rock can put the blame squarely on Roman for losing that match and want mm-hmm. to have a match with him at any point down the line whether it's Mania next year, 2 years from now, Saudi show, SummerSlam, wherever. One thing people have noted
1: I like that scenario. One thing people have noted is how Rock came off as and he is, he's he's he, he is the the elder. He is a high chief. Yeah. He is a high and he's a legit high chief. Yeah. I think like what was it, the king of Samoa uh, Yeah. Yep. granted him that title, which is yep. awesome. Um, but he did come off like the older brother of Roman Reigns' younger brother. Mm-hmm. And uh I have to wonder if that's going to be part of the genesis you know roman's thinking to himself everything was hunky dory until you came around rock I, I beat this sucker last year i could beat him again yep and if rock rock says if if that dynamic is the thing that comes into play you know we've seen with this sort of storytelling with the bloodline. Jay had his spotlight and Jimmy was in the background. Mm-hmm. Then Jimmy had the spotlight and Jay was on a different brand. I don't think this is going to be a situation where Roman is in the background, given that he's the guy until, like I could see him in the background, until he's tired of being in the background, which will be a story beat, and that could lead to The Rock stuff. This, absolutely, this absolutely. whole thing is going to be Roman losing his title and blaming The Rock. I kind of feel yeah. like
2: that's going to be. Well, here's a situation, too. If The Rock comes in and starts, you know, he's he's a board member. He's got the title of high chief. He starts calling the shots in the bloodline now. Mm-hmm. Roman get resentful of that. Yeah. That alone could lead to a mash. Between Rock and Roman, and if you want to turn Roman face, mm-hmm. especially if the Rock is is gonna really start leaning into the, the heel uh, aspect of things, you could you could get, you can get a Roman face turn out of this too. If oh, absolutely! Oh, a thousand
1: percent! Yeah, a thousand percent! You you have Rock drop Roman out of frustration, and you've got yourself a turn there. You know, because that's the thing you paint you paint Roman in a sympathetic light, like. Man, Rock's stealing a spotlight after Roman's been holding it down in a big picture way. Maybe not week to week, but in a big picture yeah, way. Yeah, know, yeah. He's the gonna you know, be for the last three and a half, four years. Yeah, absolutely. Right, exactly. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. The, look, there's a ton of ways this can go. Given what we saw last night, man, I thought it, the, the smartest thing, the smartest moment from last night was that backstage confrontation. Like, all the f- stuff on the stage was good but the backstage confrontation with triple h that was good that was when rock does this shit. yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. that's that's the good stuff
2: Well, it really set up the dynamic seemingly between rock and roman mm-hmm. between rock and triple h with that history going
1: back with the years. history added to it you, you know, know where the, the rocks yeah.
2: coming in as 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 not just board member but now presumptive leader of the bloodline at this point, based on how he and Roman were interacting, how rock was the one to step up to Cody, not Roman. Yeah. 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 And the rock feels like he's got all the power right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're playing into that. Um, And to see how he exercises that power in terms of the story they're telling is going to be interesting. Let me ask you this.
1: Sure. So going back to my point about going back to my point about, let's say the main event was always going to be the main event, whatever that is. Yeah. Let's assume right now it's Cody Roman because they're trying to get this whole thing. They're orchestrating this whole thing to get Cody over in a massive way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think Rock is a 1,000% on board with that. If that's the end goal, what is it? What do you think the original purpose of Cody saying it's not going to be at WrestleMania? Was it to – was that the plan? Was it – Cody's going to say he's not going to do it at WrestleMania with the fan base thinking that backstage he's being forced into doing this in a shitty story beat, basically. Yeah. Do you think that was the original plan or was it a story beat that they told and realized that didn't work the way we wanted it to work? Let's go ahead and pivot in a different way. I mean,
2: it could be be both those things where they thought maybe just the way it came across on Friday wasn't as... Strong as they had hoped it would. Oh, maybe. huh? You know, where where Cody's performance was a bit too subdued to get the idea that The Rock came in and talked to Cody. And instead of maybe uh, uh, laying out a case to him to get the position only to essentially swerve him, mm-hmm. it was essentially a, a situation where The Rock kind of, as t- as board member, muscled his way into the main event of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm, and Cody yeah. not feeling like he could do much about it, mm-hmm. having to step aside. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's aspects of Cody's performance. where you could say, "Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense if that was the story they were going to tell," but not so much in how his promo was delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if he made it, made it, even alluded to it, stronger. I'm in a position where I have to step aside, or or oh. or my hand is being forced here. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Then maybe it would have been clear. Yeah. You know, it could have been that was the plan from Friday. But just in terms of how it was presented, it wasn't clear enough. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I wish they wouldn't beep out shit.
1: <laughs> there is a lot of bullshits, and I think it would have been more impactful if we got to hear those. Maybe when they That's go to a, Netflix, they'll, they'll 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 they won't beep those out. That'd be nice. You know, they were on YouTube and Peacock last night. You're allowed to say things on YouTube and Peacock. Shit. See, I said it right yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they missed fine. some of them. Especially they did the backstage miss some of them. They missed some of the shits. But they were trying. They were trying. They were trying. Uh, very much so, so, uh, so yeah, man. I, I think that it's a it's a lot of fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, where else it's taken. It, it's gotten everybody's attention, and I think it's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we continue on with this show, uh, wanted to point this out really quick. Of course, with all the intrigue in WrestleMania, a lot more people are heading over here to this particular channel, finding us. Shout out to the Philip DeFranco show for uh, tossing in a couple uh, quick bits of you and I. Uh, So thanks for that. A lot of people earlier in the week, we did a couple episodes uh, of the show in person. Yeah. Um, And as much as we enjoy doing that, we have a whole channel where we do that. We can't always do it here for the podcast because of convenience, to be honest with you. But Frendo Club Wrestling, we've got a whole channel full of fun, short form content. Me and Larson get together once a week and we shoot a bunch of stuff. Today, we dropped a new episode of Guessing Dave Meltzer Star Ratings Retro Edition where uh larson's in the hot seat and he has to guess the star ratings for five different matches from the past and uh that's always a lot of fun because we get to i always love the historical aspect of it you know yeah doing the research for that even if i only have 20 minutes to do the research it always takes me on a bit of a mini uh rabbit hole down dave Meltzer's uh, wrestling observer newsletter
2: it 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 does and 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 here in days, little asides, you know, in the course of breaking down or commenting on a match from however long ago. not very. It's not very rare he'll drop a reference to something. It's a fun time capsule. It can be, yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, so be sure to check out the Frendo Club Wrestling channel. Also, we've got merchandise right now. We're celebrating our 10th year anniversary of going in raw. At friendoshop.com, you can use promo code Frendo2024 to get the latest wrestling merchandise, including... Uh, this hat right here. Mm. Whoop yeah. It's Friendo Club hat. It's got the old Attitude Era Raw type logo, but it says Friendo Club instead. Uh, it got a bunch of stuff over there. Also some Wrestle Juice merch, some Friendo Club merch, and some going in raw merch. Uh, we're also on the road to the next subscriber count palindrome of 201,102 subs. Right now we're at 200,529. So we are quickly approaching that number. Of course, we still owe the good people a short film. film. I mean, yeah,
2: yeah, we got to start brainstorming what feature film we're going to make.
1: A short film featured on our YouTube channel. I think that's what you mean, of course. Uh, so if you haven't already and enjoy what you're hearing right here at Going In Raw, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notify bell. If you're listening to this in the audio realm, do us a solid. Leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really does help push Going In Raw in that algorithm. Indeed. Uh, also... We've got uh, the Frendo Club setup, which is uh, an uh, avenue towards getting bonus episodes, access to our question threads for all the shows, and, of course, access to our monthly Big Blue Predictions Challenge. Right now, Cameron Schenck is the Big Blue Predictions champion, and he won that at the Royal Rumble. Coming up is the next week of champions. Where we'll be doing a big two-event predictions challenge, and that's going to be aw revolution right before that wwe elimination chamber so if you want to participate that and become the new big blue predictions champion here at going in raw then there's two ways to get the Frendo club set up first up by clicking join right here at youtube.com steven larson or by going to the patreon.com steve and larson and clicking on the Frendo club setup. each one is five dollars a month and uh both those are ways to get the Frendo club set up larson. indeed indeed so um, before we move on, I wanted to point this out. We're about to turn to some more serious matters here on the show, the very real allegations against Vince McMahon and the WWE. So for any viewers that may be triggered by talk about sexual abuse and harassment, we invite you to skip ahead to the next section of the show, maybe go to a different video mm-hmm. um, to to you know, help. Make sure your mental health stays in place. Yeah. Uh, we'll place timestamps on the YouTube version of the show. I know the audio version of the show. I'm not sure exactly how accurate the timestamps would be, given the ad situation yeah, that that'd be a little the bit show. Different. Yeah, but we'll do our best to go ahead and, and, and give you guys some timestamps there as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's your that's your that's your polite warning uh, that we're going to talk about some heavy stuff.
2: right Yeah, now. we are. So uh, the late Ashley Massaro, who was a WB superstar from 2005 2008 detailed additional misconduct allegations against vince mcmahon a previously unreleased statement given before she passed away in 2019 Uh, vice news obtained the statement from lawyers who represented former wb talents including Basaro, in a lawsuit seeking damages from wb as a result of traumatic brain injury suffered while working for the company so statement reads quote during my time with the wb i had observed vince mcmahon making out with other divas in the locker room but he never paid attention to me and I assumed I was not his type. This changed after my Playboy cover was released. I was fortunate enough to be allowed to fly in the company jet stay at the same hotels as the executives for a period of time so that I could get home faster to spend more time with my daughter. On one of those occasions, Vince was attempting to get me alone with him in his hotel room late at night and I felt extraordinarily uncomfortable. He began calling the hotel room phone and my cell phone nonstop. I called Kevin Dunn to explain the situation and he said I should tell Vince I was not feeling well and would see him on TV the next day, so I did. Immediately after that night, Vince started writing my promos for me. Vince does not write promos for female wrestlers. That is the job of the creative department, and he certainly wouldn't have under any normal circumstances written a promo for me, but he did, and the promos were written with the clear intention of ruining my career. I brought the first script Vince wrote to me to the WB employee in charge of creative at the time, Michael Hayes, And he said, you're not saying this, who the expletive wrote this? And I told him that Vince did. He said, well, kid, these are the breaks. Meaning that Vince wanted to end my career and destroy my reputation on my way out. He is known for this type of behavior and also did this to name redacted upon her departure from WB. In addition, after that night, each time I walked by him, he would make vulgar sexual comments that were clearly designed to make me uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, I mean, that sort of speaks for itself. Um, pretty awful stuff right there. Yeah. Uh, during an interview with Slate, Brett Hart uh, was asked about the Vince allegations, to which he answered, I'm going to speak my truth. I'm not worried about Vince's feelings. He never cared about mine. I don't have any problem with everybody kicking his head around in the parking lot. I'm okay with the truth coming out. I don't think this is the only incident of this kind of predatory behavior. I think you'll find it's everywhere in WWE. I always had a respect for him. Now it's tainted. I'm embarrassed that I thought so highly of him. Brett later added via text message. I think despite all of the issues I ever had with Vince, I know deep down I always respected him. But now knowing what kind of weirdo he became, I have absolutely zero respect for him. I do not think I could ever shake his hand if he extended it Too creepy. Uh, In that same interview, Hart stated that he was, quote, warned by fellow wrestling insiders a few months ago that McMahon was in big trouble, that he wasn't going to be able to sweep under the rug. So we'll pause there. uh, Seth Rollins also had some more to say about that. We'll get Mm -hmm. to that in a second. But um, that seems to be the general sentiment out there right now is that there's going to be more. I'm sorry, I should say this. There's a lot more, whether or not that sees the light of day remains to be seen, but it it honestly sounds like what we already know, which is horrific enough, Mm -hmm. might just be the tip of the iceberg, Mm -hmm. so to speak. And uh, if the full width and breadth of what he did comes out,
2: it could be, it could be really, really bad. It could be. Yeah. Yeah, it really could be. It really could be. Um, while speaking to Fightful Shondra Sapp, current WB World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins, uh, discussed the Vince allegations, saying the following It's a crap situation. I said in that interview on Radio Row, it sucks. It's horrible, it's disgusting. I don't like hearing about it, reading about it, it's abhorrent. I hope if the allegations are accurate, I hope everybody or sorry, anybody involved with it gets what's coming to them. It sucks. For me it's very difficult because I didn't see that side of them. I didn't experience that. When you see stuff like that, it's jarring and it's painful. It sucks all around. There's just no other way to say it. It sucks. It really sucks.
1: And again, it's just it's further echoing that whatever elements of that era that remain in WWE need to be excised from the company, they need to be gone. And um, hopefully they will do that sooner than later. You know, I have no doubt that. You know, I'd, I, I'll put it this way. I'm sorry. I'd like to think that Endeavor is taking this incredibly seriously and they are doing what they can to be proactive in getting rid of those elements from the company. Even if everybody's on their best behavior now, that doesn't matter. Those If those elements are still there, they need to be gone. They need to go. They need to be gone. And, uh, yep. and I'm not really sure what more needs to be said. We'll obviously keep monitoring the situation and keeping it out there because I know a lot of people are excited, including us. We're excited about WrestleMania, but... It's hard to be excited about something when you know that there is a dangerous element to the wrestlers in this company, and mm-hmm. there has been for decades now, and it sucks that nobody ever did anything about it. Yep.
2: Exactly. exactly.
1: Um, let's do this, because we always forget. We always forget the SmackDown preview, because do we do the questions, questions, and then we just stop the yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go ahead and answer. I'm sorry.
2: We'll go ahead and do the SmackDown preview now. All um, right. All uh, right. First thing here says Triple H will address the fallout from the WrestleMania 40 kickoff press conference. I thought it was a press event. So he's uh, he's already
1: you know noted on his Instagram, which age you notice that the small detail on the uh, the 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 poster for that match refers to Roman Reigns as WWE champion, yeah, I not saw that. undisputed Universal I saw champion. That. champion. La Pretty Knight makes <laughs> Yeah. Uh well uh, evidently he doesn't care about that match. <laughs> I saw that yeah. as a quote for him. He doesn't care about that. Yeah, he's not in it. Doesn't care about. It. I'm not in it. Doesn't matter. Uh so uh so yeah so he's gonna address the, what happened there. He's already said that match is official. Do you think there's gonna be a wrinkle? I I kind of feel like board of directors rock is gonna step in at some point and say you know this match is butt cheek smell. We're yeah. going in a different direction. It's going to be a bit of an on-screen power struggle.
2: You'd think so, given you know the, 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 the altercation backstage following the press event mm-hmm. where The Rock mm-hmm. you know, tells Triple H, you need to fix this, implying yeah. you need to get Cody out of this match so Rowan and I can have the match. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I yeah. fully expect some sort of power struggle to ensue on camera, whether it starts tonight, whether Cody uh, comes to the ring to address his side of things, don't mm-hmm. know. Ooh, what about this? Mm. What about this? As a TKO
1: board of directors guy, The Rock removes Triple H from power Ooh. and in his place, Adam Pierce, who's <laughs> <laughs> an absolute mess. Yeah. He's not going to do all this because all this can't stand Roman Reigns. <laughs> no, no, nope. nope. Uh, nope. And the, Adam, Every week, Adam Pierce has to take directors from The Rock. And he's like, that wasn't part of the deal. And Rock, of course, says, pray I don't alter it yeah. further. Rock says. The Rock says the deals changed. Pray I don't alter it further.
2: Uh, oh. Next here, uh, Bailey talks about her departure from Damage Control.
1: I man, we got to
2: get Bailey on that WrestleMania poster. I know. Man, why wasn't What's she that? at the
1: press event last night? You know, I- I'll be honest with you, and I agree. I agree. She totally should have been. She won the Rumble. But, but given that, like, they really like, I, I kind of get, you know, EO versus Bailey is by far like the best story. But Rhea versus Becky, I kind of get. Like, they just threw a bunch of people out there with a high profile.
2: I I think to a degree what they did was have people, have wrestlers appear whose WrestleMania matches aren't solidified yet. Bayley versus Io was booked. They got the graphic for it. And maybe that was the the logic behind including who they did and not including other uh, uh, superstars. Don't know.
1: I kind of wonder if it was just like Bianca's got the who she's got the big show promoting her show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And she's all and they're promoting her as like, you know, the face of the women's division. And then, you know, Rhea and Becky, they're both bigger names, I think, or at least Becky is a bigger name than the EO Bailey. I mean, a lot of people weren't there, Um, but uh, man, they really need to they really need to. Put give, more focus that, on give that story, yeah. Give that story the respect it deserves Absolutely. because that segment last week
2: was really good. <laughs> Goosebumps.
1: I'm gonna start. Hey man, I'm gonna start using that. I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna go to Costco get one of them do. hot dogs. <laughs> see this?
2: <laughs> I excited I <laughs> had for this $1.50 hot dog and soda. S-
1: see this, Kirkland? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Big pop. <laughs> Huge pop.
2: Uh, <laughs> Pete Dunn and Tyler Bates score off against Champ and Gargano for the right to challenge Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber so they Champ and Gargano exactly no pop no pop uh, they've confirmed tag title match happened at the Chamber so uh, you gotta expect uh, Peter Dune and Tyler Bates probably to win that one I would think so yeah yeah I would think so we are not we gonna are. win are Bianca Belair takes on Michin in Elimination Chamber qualifying match ooh that'd be a good one that'd be really good I know who's going to win that one, yeah, though, Bianca's and it ain't gonna me chin. Yeah, Bianca's going to win that one. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's going to be good stuff.
1: All right. Would you like to answer some questions? Let's answer
2: some questions. Alex Foster Let's here answer. says, At this point, does it feel obvious that Cody is winning? What could be done to make it more inter- interesting? I think it's been pretty obvious that Cody was going to win ever since he won the excuse me, the Rumble, whoa, whoa, whoa. if not much prior. What they're doing now to try to put obstacles in his way to get into that main event at Mania is what's going to put doubt in your mind. Dude.
1: Rock's a long gamer. I don't know that Cody's winning this year. He might win next year. I don't know. Maybe if, he'll win in Saudi Arabia or at Madison Square Garden or at Action Coast Wrestling. I don't know when he's going to win. What if
2: what if what if Dave Shear's correct and they do Cody Rock night one or the Rock wins? And we get Rock Roman.
1: Ooh, that's a that's a bit much right there, man. I don't know if the people are gonna be into that. <laughs> I don't know. Boy, I don't know. If they do Rock Cody night one and and Cody beats the Rock, number one, I don't think that's how it's going to go down because I think that's sort of a foregone conclusion. Cody's going to beat Rock and it'll be Cody Roman. And that's like, Rock's going to be like, hey, <sighs> the way we get this dude to be the next Cena basically or the next Rock is, uh, I like some people saying this would be wildly hilarious. Night two. So my right now, my thinking is this. Rock Roman are aligned, but when it comes down to it, Rock's gonna end up helping Cody against Roman hmm. uh because like, you know, he's gonna be a double agent or something like that. I do like I do love that people are th- there's some people out there saying, Hey man, what if it's Rock uh in Roman's corner and then when Rock tries to interfere with it, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out like where is he coming I from? Why what? He well, just yeah. the 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 uh, broken skull signal sh- shines in the sky. I or something? I mean, Stone
2: Cold lives in. Well, oh, no, never mind. Sorry, say like Stone Cold lives in Nevada, but, but WrestleMania is in Philadelphia. Never mind, I got confused with the press being in Vegas last night. Yeah, d- yeah, 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 doesn't make right. sense. Yeah. does he, does no, he rent, rent property at three sixteen Gimmick Street in Philly? Does 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 Austin even like uh, Dusty? Did he get along with Dusty? I don't
1: know that he did, don't, man. Don't know, don't know. I don't know don't that know. he did. I know if it was uh, Jeff Jarrett, he wouldn't
2: come to his aid, man. No. Imagine if Stone Cold had property, rental property, three sixteen Gimmick Street, Philadelphia, PA. Oh hell yeah. Didn't uh did Jeff Jarrett do a broken skull? What the check? I don't know.
1: Maybe people just wanted that. I know I wanted that. Let me oh, see if heck, that yeah. happened. Broken skull sessions. Jeff Jarrett. Not Jeff Hardy. Jeff Jarrett.
2: Oh, there it is. Yeah, look at that. I'm got. going to watch that today. Oh, my God, that's 52 minutes. That sounds amazing. That sounds great. Uh, Dakota Ham says Are we getting a tag match between Rock and Roman versus Seth and Cody? Are we getting Rock and Cody one, one night, Roman and Cody the other? What do you guys think? I did see some, some talk on social media about the tag match, Rock, Roman versus Seth, Cody, being kind of a winner take all deal, where if Rock, Roman wins, then Rock would be the new world heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. And if Seth Cody won, then Cody would win Roman's. But you'd assume Cody have to pin Roman to actually get yeah, that. Right. Rock would yeah. have to pin Seth to get that.
1: Let me ask you this: How do they get? Because one of the biggest complaints, and I agree with it, is that Seth kind of looked like a bystander last night. How do they get him back on track? He's got to pin Roman Reigns, man. Oh wow, that big, huh? That's what I'm saying if they do the tag match night one. Seth pinned Roman. You don't think he could just they could just do a thing where like Seth shows up on Raw Monday and is like, "Man, what a mess that was." Well, Cody's out of the picture. No, Drew McIntyre, no,
2: come on down. They're, they're, Roman's gone out of his way for two appearances in a row to make Seth look like an absolute chump.
1: Oh, more there's got to the be an Larson. end game to this. He called him a
2: bum. A bum. Says, "Get this bum out of here." <laughs>
1: Get this bum out of here. <laughs> God, I love Roman Reigns. Uh, uh, oh, this is a great question. Right. Elemental Giant says, what other work shoot angles do you wish had a press event?
2: Wow. <laughs> Imagine if CM Punk, instead of doing the pipe bomb on the stage, called a ooh, press conference. Ooh. It had, you know, he had like Spind a PowerPoint drift. presentation with evidence for all the claims oh, wow. he was making.
1: Dude, I loved, uh, somebody pointed out in the uh, post show, when uh, Cody, uh, when CM Punk was on a roll, and he says, uh, "Who wants to see? Who wants to see Cody punch Rock in the face?" And in the background, you could see Rock turn over and be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, CM Punk was on a roll last night. I'm so bummed out he was injured because you know he would have been involved in this somehow, oh, yeah, somehow, 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 some way. Oh, that could have been good. Uh,
2: Keyshawn Cook says, "The Rock said." The Rock said. He would smack Cody's teeth down his throat if he ever talked about his family again. Steve, what would it ha- what would have to, have to be said to make you smack Larson's teeth down his throat and vice versa? Oh, I thought it would have been uh, me slapping Cody. Oh, you? Oh, man.
1: Who are you more know, likely I... to
2: slap in the face? Me or Cody? It's got to be me.
1: Nah, bro. It's Cody. I don't think there's anything you could say that wouldn't, like the worst you could do I think, like, sort of, that's realistic anyways. Like, you're not going to have an, you know, you're not going to change, like, all of a sudden being a total scumbag. The worst I think you could do is cause me to give you a very disappointed look and walk away and say, this isn't going to work anymore. Mm -hmm. I think I'd slap, there's nothing you could do is going to slap me in the face. If Cody Rhodes, if I said, uh, if Steve said, uh, Cody... What's your What's your favorite Star Trek property? And he said Enterprise. Oh, I'd smack him. Oof. Yeah, I'd Oof. probably try to drop him with the pedigree, wow. but then my knees would blow out. Yeah, I'd throw up the X. <laughs> yeah, you would throw up your own X, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'd throw up my own X, man. Yeah. Was like, ah. if he was like, he was like, oh man, Captain Archer's my jam. I'd be like, the fuck,
2: pedigree, but no, blow out knees. X. Uh, Cameron Bortolazzo said says, "Since Rock is treating Roman as little brother, when Roman ultimately turns on him, who will get the support of the crowd? Depending how they 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 do it, could easily be Roman Reigns." Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Easily. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Black Stranger two fifteen says, "You enjoying the ride?" Hell
2: yeah, man! Numbers are up, revenues up, it's got people intrigue talking. is up. Yeah, it's got people yeah, talking man. and interested interested about what's going on. So that's mm-hmm. that's. That's I can't complain about that, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, MHJ is here. Says, I don't want to r- want to risk Rollins too much by having the suggested tag match with him and Cody versus Rock Roman. Would Orton be a suitable replacement? He has history with all involved, and Triple H could go to him as a legend killer and try to take out Rock if things escalate between them. Given all At the least, trash yeah. talk that Roman has done to Seth lately, it has to be Seth. Yeah. Has to be Seth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't see anybody else entering the the picture
2: this late in the game. I'm well, not late in the game, but like you know, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I don't think they're gonna rope anybody. There's a
2: reason they had Seth stay up there for that whole segment. I'm yeah, just I'm waiting to, to see what that. it is, and I'm sure it's not just for Roman to dump all over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, pretty big pop. <laughs> he always says that now. Pretty oh, big. Oh, that got under his skin. It did. <laughs> Uh, Dominican King says Could Tony let WWE borrow Dustin For this story family versus family be I mean I do not want to see Dustin out there wrestling Dude maybe in his corner Yeah that's I, cool. I would think in his corner maybe yeah But Tony's not going to let that happen Not, it's bro I'd be surprised
2: on. but I wouldn't say I'm going to say never if Dustin went And, and asked him and, and talked to him about it I think Tony Khan would listen Let's say he would do it but he would listen I'm not going to put up with this shit I'm not Did you
1: see? Did you see how many other like wrestle even swerve, like uh, put up a little uh, a little uh, tweet Mm -hmm. of 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 support for the angle last night. Mm -hmm. Santana did too, and (laughs) his quote replies were really rude. Oh my Um, goodness! Let's see here. Blind Matt says, "What will be done with the men's chamber if Rollins is part of a four way with Cody Rock and Roman?"
2: I don't think it's going to be a four way. I could be wrong, but I don't think it's going to be a four way match. Or a tag. It could be a tag night one, and then Seth will defend the yeah, heavyweight but the, the title question night is, two. Yeah. Oh, against against like whoever wins, whoever the, wins the men's chamber match. If Drew, if Sammy, Drew, whoever. Drew. Here's another idea. If they do want to do Rock Roman night one as the main event, and have Cody have a match as well, so it's not like he's going to night two with an advantage. Have Cody face Drew because they had that thing on Raw where Drew beat him down, and looked at the Mania sign and so both Cody and Roman have matches night one and night two this is what you should do what
1: you do Cody drew to open the show yeah and then Cody in a tag match later on in the show and then to open up night two you have Cody versus Seth for the world heavyweight championship Cody wins that and then he faces Roman in the main it's event too much man no I mean honestly it's not enough Cody to be you it's know, too much uh, Toe to t o f Ken says, is it possible what happened at the press conference leads to Rock versus Seth for the heavyweight title? I don't see that happening.
2: I'd be surprised.
1: I'd be pretty surprised. I'd be surprised. Uh, a lot of these questions here on the YouTube are sort of already echoing things we've talked yeah, about. Yeah, so Same here on I the Patreon. Yeah. So um, if we don't read those questions, it's because we're already. Yeah, closed. yeah.
2: We've we've covered a lot of the, a lot of it in our conversations prior to the questions segment. Uh, Just a Hippo says, is heel Rock best Rock? If what we're getting. If last night what we saw from The Rock was a glimpse of what he's going to do over the next couple months. That's Best Rock.
1: I think so because it's different than what he's done in the past. And it's not a heel. It's not heel Rock. It's Rock who who is trying to get some business taken care of. It's corporate Rock. And he, it's corporate Rock. And you got you to gotta break some eggs out there. You know what I mean? He's trying to make a WrestleMania
2: omelet. Uh, Blake Whitehouse says, What would your pitch to Scott DeMore for him to join ACWB? Oh, wow. I mean, he wanted he him, wanted to own and run a wrestling promotion. Guess what?
1: I would, uh, you know, I'd send him a nice video package of Sacramento, or I guess Pacheco. Now this we're running out of. <laughs> I'd send him a Pacheco video package. <laughs> oh man, Scott! Hey, Scott Demark, can you can you come take over ACW? Get, book us in the Orangevale Community Center across the go. street. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's see here oh this is a great question John John and Alistair voice always has good questions John if Roman to roast were to roast you like he did Seth what would he say about you guys oh wow oh Steven Larson you're not even the number three podcast
2: oh you go on the 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 uh, the Apple podcast ratings yeah right I gotta keep scrolling yeah (laughs) yeah right solid monster number eight you're number twenty one Couple of bums in this podcasting game, aren't
1: you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go to Chartable. Where are we on Chartable? I want to oh, see man, right Oh, man, I haven't heard that, heard that in a while. Chartable. Pro
1: Wrestling. Wrestling Chartable. Yeah, Solid Monster was pretty high on there the other day. Oh, good for Solid Monster. Solid Monster's great. Oh, dude, he's great. Get out of here. Oh, man, look at this, though. Oh, pfft. Guess what now? Huh? Solid Monster's number 22, and we're number 13. Oh, wow. Take that, Jason. <laughs> hey, no, Solid Monster's legit. He's the yep. guy. Now, check this out, though, man. Listen to this. What the fuck is this? What is perched on the top podcast? Not what is familiar this with one? that show. Hey, good for them. That's cool. I don't know what that is, but they're pretty high up there. Um. What, what is this? They're number four So check this out We are In terms of wrestling podcasts Yeah That do not feature a wrestler on the show yeah, Or a hosted. former wrestling yeah. personality yeah. Yeah. So yeah. no Cornette No Busted Open Cornette's number two and three I don't know who perched on the top rope who's is number but they're, one, they're who's number one? Is it busted well open? they're in terms of our type podcast No no overall
2: Overall who's number one?
1: Oh, Busted Open Okay they got serious money. Yeah. I'm just, not I'll talking about, curious. I'm talking about the I company. Imagined.
2: Anyways, continue. Sorry.
1: Busted opens. Number one, Cornette and Cornette are two and three. Whoever this purse on the top is purse on the top rope is a number four. So they might be the, the tribal chief setup of fan base podcast. I don't know That's who they, they are. are. Bischoff is next. Chris Van Vliet. He's not a wrestler, but he's got a lot of great interviews with wrestlers. Is number six, Pritchard's number seven stone cold. Steve Austin is number eight. Oh, man, Grillin' JR is number nine. My World with Jeff Jarrett's number 10. Talk is Jericho, number 11. Our good friend, Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful's number 12. And number 13, Lucky 13, is going in raw, baby. Look at that. So in terms of, like, podcasts that don't feature a wrestler but talk about wrestling, we're, like, number three, basically. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. And then after that, number 14... We're all above these guys, Kevin Nash, uh, Sam Roberts. Uh, the What is this? What Happened When is a Shivani, I think. Yeah. Then is What Culture. Then is Flow Wrestling Radio Live, Foley is Pod, Chael Sonnen. Our our boys over at Deadlock. I think those dudes drop once a week, though. And then Solo Monster after that. And then two, uh, Then uh, is uh, Keeping It 100 with Conan. And then as uh post-wrestling, our friends over at post-wrestling. So yeah, man. Big pop for us. Cool. Cool cool beans, man. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I'm trying to look at some of the what is perched on the top rope. I am curious about this now.
2: Yeah, I was trying to find some information on it too.
1: Lee and Justin, who do you think they are? I don't know. Justin Credible and uh, Lee Moriarty. <laughs> What an odd pair that is. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe maybe they're cool. They're number four right now. Uh, Anyways, uh, yeah, is that it for the show? That's what we got. That's what we got, and that's what it is. Anyways, that's going to do it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. And until next time, we'll see you around. Goodbye.